0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the University of San Diego, offering professional and continuing education courses in the areas of business, education, healthcare, and engineering. For enrollment opportunities, visit pce.sandiego.edu.
1: Good morning, I'm Debbie Cruz. It's Thursday, April 6. A nonprofit in North County is providing legal help to victims of domestic violence. More on that next, but first, let's do the headlines. Lowrider cruising is no longer a crime in National City. The City Council voted earlier this week to repeal the ordinance that banned lowrider cruising in the city. United Lowrider Coalition's Rafael Perez helped lead the push to repeal the
0: ban. We can freely celebrate our culture across the county without any fear of, of being profiled, discriminated or harassed. There was a short-term
1: trial that allowed cruising in National City last year, but this will make it permanent. The Board of Supervisors have agreed on how much the county will tax legal cannabis businesses in unincorporated areas of the county. Retail shops will pay 2% of their sales to the county, and manufacturing and processing businesses will pay 2.5% of their gross receipts and a square footage tax. The county expects to collect nearly $2 million from the taxes in the first year. The new tax rates will go into effect on July 1st. After a three week long closure, the westbound lanes of the 78 are back open. Caltrans closed the lanes on March 15th because of a sinkhole caused by a series of heavy rainstorms. But now the eastbound lanes will be closed. Crews will be replacing nine culverts between El Camino Real and College Avenue.
0: The work is a little more complicated on this side because of the depth of the culverts. We're, we're an additional 20 feet, 10 to 20 feet in depth, so it'll be a lot bigger hole that we're digging, and then we have um, eight additional locations that we'll be addressing on this side.
1: Caltrans expects the closure to last about three weeks. From KPBS, you're listening to San Diego News Now. Stay with me for more of the local news you need.
0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the San Diego County Toyota dealers, whose commitment to customers extends to giving back to the community and who are proud to support the City of San Diego lifeguards with their important role of keeping our beaches safe. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Leaving an abusive relationship isn't easy, and for many people, embarking on a legal process to seek a divorce or child support is intimidating. But a nonprofit in Vista is helping men and women every step of the way. North County reporter Tanya Thorne tells us about Las Valientes.
2: Measuring just under five feet tall, you wouldn't assume Ana Serrano is the force that she is. She says in her line of work, there's no room for sugarcoating.
3: Because it's easy to say, Ay, pobrecita, you poor thing. Oh, yeah, he's such an ogre. Oh, terrible. But how is that going to help her? You're keeping her or him in that place of feel sorry for me.
2: Serrano is the founder of the Vista nonprofit Las Valientes, or The Brave Ones. The organization helps men and women through legal issues that allow them to leave abusive relationships and thrive. She has been running the program for 22 years after her own experience with an abusive partner.
3: When I was going through the abuse, I had no clue there was even help out there. I didn't know. Even after my ex-husband put me in the hospital, I still went back to him. I didn't know. There was help. She says that's the case for many men and women,
2: especially when language is a barrier.
3: They don't know where to go. And, and sometimes they've gone to court and they ask, do you speak Spanish? Uh, no. Okay, go over there. And they point, you know, go over there. Okay, so they go over there. Do you speak Spanish? No. "Oh, Go over there. So they go over there. Do you speak Spanish? No. Oh. And then by the time it's all said and done, they're frustrated and they just go home and they go back to the abuser sometimes because it's like, well, couldn't help me at court.
2: All of the staff at Las Valientes are survivors of domestic violence and now help others. They've lived it, they've survived it, they understand. They know that dealing with courthouses and lawyers can be intimidating.
3: Attorneys are expensive. I work with several who are very, very good And I know their retainer fees are really, are are not that expensive, but even their low prices can be a lot. We've seen the need out there.
2: Las Valientes fills that need and has helped thousands of women like Maria
4: Isabel Montes. Our culture instills in us that marriage is forever, But it's not. It's really not. It's forever when it's a healthy relationship, when there's respect among each other and one helps the other. But when that's missing, the healthiest thing is to cut ties. And Miriam
2: Flores, who left an abusive relationship in 2007 with her four
4: young children. It it, it was like a a lot of up and downs for the first few years. And then, um, you know, it's a journey. It's a process and then... um, I met my husband, uh, my husband now.
2: Through her healing process, Flores found
4: love again. Someone who was also getting
2: out of an abusive relationship.
4: He, he was getting out of a situation, um, and you know, fighting for his kids, and and he had to to fight against um, other stigmas against men. That men, you know, this is unique to women. Uh, men are usually the perpetrator, and um, that brought us together. Flores says leaving her first relationship was hard, but
2: she's glad she did.
4: And it's hard to move on and let go, but, but just know that there is support out there, that you're not alone, that it, it's not happening only to you, that you have nothing to be ashamed of. And and I think places like Las Valientes um, is one of those outlets to, to help a lot of people out there.
2: And that is why Serrano started the organization in the first place.
3: And that's why I do what I do. Am I tough? Am I hard? Yes, because I love them and I care about them. And I don't want to see another woman get beat up because she doesn't know there's help. That breaks my heart.
2: Tanya Thorne, KPBS
1: News. San Diegans with Medi-Cal coverage haven't had to renew services during the pandemic, but that's changing soon. Health reporter Matt Hoffman has a look at what people need to know to avoid a lapse in coverage.
5: Just over one million San Diegans are enrolled in Medi-Cal. For the last three years of the pandemic, they didn't have to renew thanks to federal protections. But starting in June, they will. Not everyone will have to renew at once. It's based on when you first applied. For those due in the month of June, information is being sent out, making sure their contact information is up to date. Alberto Banuelos is assistant director of the county's Office of Self-Sufficiency Services. He says when it comes time to renew, people will get a bright yellow packet in the mail. That is part of our marketing or Our messaging is that is beyond the lookout for the yellow envelope. The state estimates up to 3 million Californians could lose coverage because they don't qualify anymore or miss reapplying. San Diego County officials don't want to see those who do qualify have a lapse in coverage. Matt Hoffman, KPBS News.
1: Buying a home is out of reach for a lot of people, but a new state program is trying to help. The California Dream for All Home Loan Program pays for the down payment and closing costs. If you're single or head of household and make less than $211,000 a year, you could qualify. Cross Country Mortgage Executive Vice President Scott Evans explains how it works.
3: The state of California can give up to 20% for down payment and closing costs. It's a 0% interest rate. The payments are deferred for the entire life of the loan.
1: When the property is sold or refinanced, the loan is repaid from the proceeds. The state also gets 20% of the profits, while the homeowner keeps 80%. The state then puts that money back into the program to help more Californians afford a home. For more info, go to calhfa.ca.gov. Coming up, how theater companies are promoting diversity and inclusion in the industry. We'll have that story just after the break.
0: KPBS On Demand is supported by the National Conflict Resolution Center. Topics like political polarization and hybrid work policies can create workplace conflict. NCRC can help workplace leaders navigate divisive issues with the Culture, Communication, and Conflict Certificate. More at ncrconline.com.
1: KPBS Theater Corner kicks off its third season tonight. The interview series is dedicated to promoting diversity, an inclusion in the national theater scene, both on the stage and in the seats. Arts reporter Beth Accomando has this preview. When Michael Taylor joined the board of the Old Globe Theater, he wanted to address the fact that he was seeing only a handful of people that looked like him in the audience at shows. So he created a publication called Theater Corner to highlight black performers in order to attract black audiences.
0: Perhaps I could, in my own little effort, to normalize the consideration of going to theater in the black community.
5: Now, Theater Corner enters its
1: third season as a TV series and has expanded its scope. The season opener highlights Stevie Agnew, director of lighting at the Old Globe and one of the few black lighting directors in the industry. Taylor says someone like Agnew can inspire people to look to professions in theater beyond just who you see on stage.
0: People need to see themselves and non-traditional career choices. There just may be some uh, young uh, Black person who watches this interview and, and thought, oh, I had no idea that that was even an option. Theater
1: Corner Season 3 debuts tonight and then will be available streaming on the KPBS website. Beth Accomando, KPBS News. That's it for the podcast today. In tomorrow's podcast, Nathan Fletcher isn't the only local politician to be accused of sexual misconduct claims. We'll hear how Democratic sex scandals have upended the balance of power in local government. I'm Debbie Cruz. Thanks for listening and have a great Thursday.